What's going on, all my podcasters? No matter what platform you're listening from, or no matter what country you're from, see Jizzle and the motherfucking Wizzle. Here to bring you another episode. Tonight, I've already had a few drinks, but right now I'm drinking on Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. New Belgium is the brewing company. There's a lot of good shit that New Belgium makes. I like their beer, but that besides the point, we're going to talk a little bit about how my life's going right now and uh, what path I'm on and so on and so forth. Here lately, it's been pretty dark. Here lately, it's been pretty uh, undecided. You know, I still know that I want to pursue my van life dream, you know, so on and so forth. But there's been a lot of obstacles in the way. And only recently have I really thought about over the next six months I mean what it's really going to entail how much money it's really going to take to get this van life off the ground just for basic shit I mean just to have electricity and heat and everything and be able to live in the winter time it's going to be quite a task let's put it that way so You know, me going into this, I never really thought about other shit except maybe uh, how my layout was going to be or what kind of bed I was going to use. And I want something that's very versatile. I want something that I can be able to take out, put into another van if I have to. Um something that's not permanent and a lot of the things uh, that I came up with was very simple solutions the bed for example is made on a frame that's a 2x6 frame and you can easily just slide it right out the back if you didn't want to if you needed to store something in there or haul something and uh, I thought about putting a projection TV in there instead of mounting an actual TV on the wall because going through a whole bunch of different bumps a whole bunch of stress and stuff you don't want your TV to be bouncing around on the wall so <clears throat> I thought why not just get a projector you know get a little screen that I can pull down and so that's when it all began um, what do I need what can I get away with what's gonna work the simplest and I got to talking about getting a uh, curling machine 
so I can actually lift some weights, you know. And there's some curling machines out there that I've seen that have leg presses on them. I really would like to have a leg pressed or a leg curl machine as well, but <clears throat> maybe I might integrate something like that later down the road for a leg machine, but I'm going to start out with just the arm for the bicep curl machine. And so I got to talking to a buddy that's been uh, following me for a long time with this whole van life shit. And he's like, you know what? If you get one of those bicep curl machines in your van, you'll be one of the first van lifers that probably has one. And you can start uh, getting a lot of followers from that. And, um... Again, it's not really about that for me. It's just for me to be able to have everything that I need in one spot, pretty much. I don't want to have to go all the way to the gym to have to do some curls. That means I have to go all the way across town. Whether it's snowing or raining, I have to ride a bicycle across town in order to even get there. And then I have to ride back. And if I have to work that day, then, you know, I also have to go to work. So it's, it's not very time efficient to be able to go to the gym right now until I can actually get a van to go to the gym. And even by then, I mean, what do I need to go to the gym for? I don't need a treadmill. I ride my bike everywhere to get cardio taking walks, speed walks on places, that's about as much cardio as I want to get. Riding my bicycle around for about 30 minutes, that's about as much cardio as I want to get. So, <clears throat> I also want to be able to lift weights and not burn off all that protein and shit. I want that to be able to go to my muscles. So, it's going to be it's going to be an experience. I'm really excited for it. I've been thinking about maybe what can I get away with, you know, for the cheapest to get a decent curling machine. And it's sitting at about like $300 just for the machine. And then your weights is anywhere from like 150 to 250 bucks so I, I don't know but there's a whole difference in um, doing curls with dumbbells and then doing curls with resistance bands and whatnot. I've heard a lot of people that like to do a lot of different techniques and I've tried them all. When my brother-in-law had dumbbells, 25 pound dumbbells, I used to fuck around with those. And the problem with that is you're more worried about keeping your form 
than you are actually doing the curl. Especially somebody that has like spaghetti arms, they're just getting started. You don't have to worry about keeping your elbow straight. You won't have to worry about actually getting that repetition in. And that's where the machine comes in handy because anybody that took physics class knows levers and pulleys and fulcrums. And when you have all that weight on that one fulcrum, on that one point, on that hinge, uh, it's really smooth like butter. But the minute you get into using dumbbells, it's not as smooth as butter. So you want to be able to fine tune those muscles the way that you need to and whatever your body says you need to. Somebody that's like me, that hasn't worked out in forever, you need the machine to do all the work. Uh, same thing with leg presses and whatnot. Somebody like me that is really weak in the legs, somebody that's really weak in the knees, needs to start out on the leg press. You start out small, you work your way up. You start out 60 pounds, 80 pounds, 100 pounds, <clears throat> and work yourself up. But to sit there and say, oh, you need a gym membership in order to do that, I think that's a bunch of hoopla. So, you know, by the time that I pay, I don't know, I heard one person say it was like $350 for a whole year membership at one place. And at that rate, I can have the workout machine paid for and have the weights almost paid for as well so and then whenever I get done over the course of six months or a year whatever I can take that machine apart and take that that plate the one that screws on to the frame wherever I can take that plate off and I can reinforce somewhere on my van in one of the side panel walls or whatever and attach it with like a metal plate with some really good bolts and I can use that for doing my curls right there on my wall um, I thought about doing that but then again, I don't want to hook something up to my sidewall and then on my van into the actual frame and then it's too much weight. And then it ends up stripping it out or bending the frame on the sidewall or something, you know. So I thought, well, why not just mount it to a... Uh, uh, a little small frame that you have inside the van. Maybe some 2x6s or whatever. I don't know. But either way, I'm going to have a curling machine in my van.
another thing that I'm going to have in my van that nobody's ever thought about is a gravity-fed water system. Everybody that I've ever seen in van life has to have a water pump. You know, either they got the foot pump or they got an electric pump that they got to hook up. <clears throat> but it always baffles me on why. Because if you get a plastic jug and you put some tubing out of it that goes straight down to the floor and then back up, you're going to get running water. So if you got a tank above your sink and it goes straight down and straight into your sink, you're going to get running water. You don't need a pump. It's called a gravity-fed system. So the laws of physics say you got more water up here and it needs to go down here, then that's where it's going to go. So, we're going to see how that works out. We're going to try that. I'm going to try to do a thing where I got three tanks. You know, you can get those Coligan water jugs from Walmart. Those plastic, big-ass fucking water jugs. You can mount two or three of those on the wall. And, you know... All that water pressure is going to go straight down into your sink. So, again, we're going to try it. I haven't tried it out yet, but the laws of physics and gravity says it'll work. No pumps needed, no electricity needed. And, um, I've been thinking about heating and shit lately, because when you have batteries and shit, um, not to mention all your food and everything in there, anything that's valuable, uh, but <clears throat> when you have, uh, batteries that cost a thousand dollars or more inside, it can't get below a certain temperature and especially if you have pets if you have like a little small dog or a cat it can't get below a certain temperature and so me living in a cold area most times actually in the winter time like all the time way too cold for batteries so I'm going to have to have a wood stove burning while I'm at work. And every time I go out and take a little cigarette break, I'll go out and chuck another good little piece of wood in there. And that's going to keep my batteries and everything up to, up to temp. You know, that way they're not freezing. Whenever I actually get in the van, then I can use my propane heater. I'm going to have a propane tank that's attached to a uh, wall heater 
the Olympia Wave 3 or the Olympia Wave 5, whatever. And I'm going to use that throughout the night. Plus, I'm going to have electric blankets just in case I can draw off my batteries and, and use those. Um, but for the most part, with the wood stove and the propane heater, I don't think I'm going to have a problem. The batteries is going to depend on how warm I can really keep it in that little van. I don't know yet because I don't have a wood stove, I don't have a van. I haven't tested this out yet but I think I can stoke the fire really good for a few hours. And again if you have a pet you don't want to get it too hot in there but Buying one of those little stoves is not cheap. It's like $450. And you have to make sure that whenever you build your van, that you have the insulation behind it. You know, uh, you have tile work or something that can radiate the heat instead of catching on fire so you need to use high resistant uh, grout or high resistant uh, sealant I guess because the back of those uh, ceramic tiles are going to get hot as fuck so but you need to have the regular insulation, drywall, plywood, whatever. And then you need to have another piece of plywood, like quarter inch, to block that heat and then have ceramic tile or something over that. Um, but anyways, like I said, we just got started. We've just got started thinking about, well, we haven't just got started thinking about shit, but very, very deeply. So, very deeply. I need to have a place um, to be able to put my bikes. Because I'm not just going to leave them outside on a bike rack or on the roof and my bikes really mean the world to me especially the two that I have I'm thinking about getting a third one but I don't know where the fuck to put it <clears throat> and I really enjoy the time that I do have on my bikes so whether it's winter or spring summer I'm always out on a bike so even whenever I get the van 
you know, I'm going to enjoy still riding my bike. So, <clears throat> hmm. I've got to, I've got to take this, uh, yellow bike into work. And so I got to take it into the shop. If I'm going to take it to work. I got to get the gears fixed on it. I got the front derailleur cable and the rear derailleur cable that needs to be reattached. I got front and back brake pads that need to be added. I got front and back tires that need to be added. All the rust cleaned off of it and sealed back up. Got a lot of work. Probably like $400, I guess. I've got probably about $400 that I have to spend for my, my uh, 29-inch trail bike to get fixed. Maybe. Maybe cheaper. I hope it's, I hope it's cheaper. Maybe like $250 or $300, maybe. But I'm kind of shooting for the high end. And... I've got a whole bunch of other fucking things that I gotta buy. I gotta get a new pair of shoes, which the ones that I want is like 160 bucks. Um, I don't buy shoes that often, but whenever I do, I like to buy a good pair of shoes. And same thing with clothes, you know. I gotta buy new clothes, I gotta buy new jeans and sweats and hoodies and stuff for the winter time. Because the winter time's coming. And so I got on Nike's website. <laughs> I got on Nike's website and there's a pair of jeans on, well, it's not a pair of jeans, but it's a pair of khakis, and I think they call them work flex. Hmm. Let me see. I don't know. I don't think I can get on there at the same time. Let's see. I'm still recording. record they're called Nike dry fit repels and it is a $90 a $90 pair of uh, pants and I'm getting kind of fatter I guess you could say <laughs> But, if I'm going to get those, I'm going to have tights underneath of it. So, I need to order a little bit bigger. But, the point is, I've got leggings, tights, pair of pants, pair of shoes. And, with all those, 
with the shoes, pants, and one pair of tights. It's like, oh, let's see, 140, 160, yeah, it's like $200 right there. <laughs> it's crazy. But I know I need them. I don't know. If I can find another pair of khakis that look just like that. But the good thing about this is it's khaki colored and it looks like denim, but. It's like, it's golf pants, I guess is what they call them. Um, and they got this like stain resistant thing and this waterproof thing to them. I don't know. But they do got some, some leggings that I want. And with the shoes and the leggings, I mean, let's see, I got 160 plus another 80. So, I mean, it's not that bad. Still 240 bucks, but I can't, you know, to get some good Nike leggings. Get some really tight ones that really fit good underneath jeans. I'm gonna spend 160 on the shoes, so to spend 240 on the shoes and the leggings. I mean, who cares? I'm going to spend so much money on clothes. Seriously. I'm going to spend so much money on clothes in the next couple months. It's not even funny. <clears throat> not just with Nike, but buying new socks and buying new boxers and buying sweatpants. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a whole fucking winter wardrobe, <laughs> and I've got uh, a jacket, well I've got two jackets that are coming in the mail through my job, and one of them is a fleece, a zip up fleece, and then I got a shell jacket to go over that, that's waterproof, it's got a winter lining in it, so... I can choose to put a hoodie under that, but I gotta start thinking about uh, my lower legs as well. So I've got a Carhartt jacket that's hanging up I can use to use as an extra layer if I really need to, but you start worrying about my legs 
my feet. Need to get some more socks, better shoes. So we'll see. Christmas time is gonna come early, I think. <clears throat> Cause I'm not gonna wait around. Probably this uh, next paycheck. I'm gonna end up getting the shoes at least and I think I'm gonna end up buying a pellet gun no lie I think I'm gonna buy a pellet gun because I've been thinking about going to get my Foid card and getting a real gun it's really cheap right now you can get a you can get a really decent gun right now for 200 bucks. You can get your Foy card for like 20 bucks, 30 bucks. And my coworker told me that he got his, he got his Foy card back in like 10 days. And you don't need you don't need to take a class or any of that bullshit. The only thing that you need to do is pass a background check, basically. I mean, that's all it is. But there was a bunch of people that were saying it was taking months. It was taking weeks to months and whatnot. And um, <clears throat> he reassured me that, no, he... he put his application in he's got got his Floyd card back and I can't tell you how many people that have come into the gas station and they've opened their wallet and they got a Floyd card in there so I didn't know that I didn't know it was so easy to get a Floyd card <clears throat> so anywho anyways I can go there right now because I don't have a felony on my background or anything crazy like that. Um, I can apply for one, I can get one, and then I can go and buy a, uh, what did my buddy have? My coworker had a, uh, not a Ruger, what was the other one? I know, man, it was really nice, and it was a 22 caliber, and <clears throat> I usually don't like 22 cal, but it has 16 shots in it, and he has three different magazines, and a 22 caliber is enough to stop somebody, and not too much to do collateral damage if you know what I'm saying like when you get a uh, 38 40 cal 50 cal 
it starts going through other people's houses. It can it can possibly kill somebody else. And when you get into those smaller calibers like that, it has just enough stopping power to stop somebody, but the velocity is very high because the less mass that you have, the less drag that you have. So, the smaller the round, the less that the round is going to drag over the air, pretty much. So, he showed me this gun, he pulled up, and he's like, hey, you want to see my gun? You want to see this new gun that I just bought? And I'm like, hell yeah. And it looks like a 9mm, except smaller, a little bit smaller. And it is so fucking badass. I don't, I don't remember... I guess it, yeah, I guess it is a, a Ruger, I think. It's not a Glock. Um, I think, uh, I'm going to have to research it. I really am, but either way, it was fucking badass for a 22 for a 22, oh my gosh. And he even told me I've got it registered and whatnot, but I don't keep it at home. I keep it in my car. You know, he said they want you to get a concealed carry license to keep it in your car, blah blah blah, but with all the shit going on nowadays. If I need to pull this on somebody, I'll fucking pull it. And that kind of hit really close to me. Because it's somebody who lives in an area that's torn apart by gun violence and random people, random kids that come from Indiana or Chicago. And they just shoot random people. It's crazy. But. Uh, if it comes down to it. Then yeah. I guess. But. If you actually killed somebody. Ooh. Think about that. You just fucking registered a new gun. Some young kids come along shooting a 9mm and you fucking unload on a gun that you just bought. It's not registered as a concealed carry, but it was fired out of your car. How do you think that's going to hold up in court? Well... They're going to try to get you on the unlawful discharge of a firearm. That's the first thing they're going to try and get. Because if there's a way for them to make money off of you, that's what they're going to do. 
got to prove that the discharge of that firearm was lawful. Because they're going to try and charge you with unlawful discharge of a firearm. So you got to prove that it was lawful. How are you going to do that? Well, if your life was in danger, if you thought that maybe it needed to happen, and um, it wasn't like on an open street somewhere, if it was in like a controlled area, then maybe you might get away with Uh, self-protection or standard ground law I know that Florida has a a standard ground law Illinois is trying to adopt that but with so many people in Chicago I mean Chicago is the main reason why Illinois doesn't have a stand your ground law because it's such a heavy metropolitan area or whatnot that everybody would be shooting everybody I mean if it was a stand your ground law if it was people that legally held and legally owned guns the pe- the problem is they need to find the people that don't legally own guns that's the thing they have all these uh, SWAT units and Tech units and whatnot, special crimes units and street units. They got those here in Springfield. But I know that they got that in Chicago. So if they've had so many reports in this neighborhood and so many reports in that, why don't they go and sit in those neighborhoods and see? and wait for something to happen I don't know either way whether you live in a big city or you don't be aware of your surroundings and whether you have a gun whether you got pepper spray whether you got a pellet gun who, who cares but Keep aware of your surroundings. And I can't iterate that enough because here recently I was attacked by uh, some young kids in a car with an ice scraper. And I was riding my bicycle uh, home from work 
they rode by, they kind of smacked me on top of the head with it, but I didn't really feel it, you know. So I was pretty pissed off. I pulled onto my side street, um, and then they pulled off. And while I was on the cop, while I was on the phone with the cops, to tell them about this black Impala that was going around doing this shit, two young kids walked up, about sixteen years old, and they had ice scrapers, and it was really funny because they held it up like. When they were walking up to me, they held the ice scrapers up like they were a rifle or a gun. Like they wanted to scare me, you know. And I said, what the fuck do you want? Because I remembered the person that hit me in the head had a red hoodie on. And this kid walking down the street had a red hoodie on. And over here in this neighborhood, at this time of night, there's nobody that walks over here in the street. Nobody. It just, it just doesn't happen. It's almost unheard of. There's nobody that walks over here in the street at that time. It's so secluded that nobody comes over here right so when I seen him walking down towards my apartment I'm the last apartment on the street so I knew right off the get-go something isn't right right and these kids like I said they pointed something up at me like it was a gun and it was an ice scraper and then once I got closer and I said what the fuck do you want they said we're here to beat your ass nigga that's exactly what he said some young 16 year old kid we're here to beat your ass nigga that's exactly what he said. And before I could even reason with him, he was already up, you know, within arm's reach. He walked up to uh, my front step and uh, he had this ice scraper, right? And an ice scraper has a pretty good reach on it compared to just an arm reach or whatever. An ice scraper, you can sit back and hit somebody with an ice scraper pretty easily. So, anywho, he walked up. And swung that ice scraper at me like he was going to take my fucking head off. And 
he was aiming towards my head. And if I wouldn't have ducked back and stuck my hand out, he might have caught me in the head. But instead, he caught me in the hand. When I stuck my hand out, he caught me in the hand. And uh, I'm pretty sure he ended up breaking a couple of bones in my hand. And the only reason why I say that is because I've got uh, two pieces that are coming out of my hand right now uh, that are sticking up that protrude, I guess you can say, out of my hand. And it comes from the uh, calcium deposits. As soon as something's broke, you know, your body sends uh, calcium deposits to it. So, anyways, I got a couple of little bumps on my hand. And uh, for the first two weeks, I couldn't fucking, I couldn't really move it. Sometimes I uh, still got to wrap it up with some sports tape when I'm at work, but, uh, either way, so, I'm gonna, uh, spend the rest of this podcast, uh, smoking and drinking and, um, whatnot. Only got one more beer to drink. Like I said, I'm drinking these uh, Voodoo Rangers, these IPAs. They're 7.5%. They're pretty fucking strong. Hmm. Man. That and smoking a little bit. Ooh. Man, smoke some of this and see what how I feel. Man, that tastes like shit. I'm not smoking weed, by the way. <laughs> Smoking tobacco. Ooh. Whatever loose little bit of tobacco I can find. Yuck. Either way. Four thirty in the morning. I uh still gonna eat some food before I pass out. I'm uh 
gonna drink uh, this last beer and uh, like I said eat some food watch some movies it's 4.30 in the morning like I said and uh, by the time that I get done making this podcast within the next 10 minutes or whatever I'm going to be slowly fading off into uh, sleep. So. Tonight was a long night. I mean, after I got off work. I went over and hung out with somebody for, man, like two hours. More than that, like three hours. And, um, by the time that I got home, man. I was already fucked up. <laughs> I mean, basically, I was sober enough to ride my bike home, but I was, you know, pretty tipsy. And then the guy that I was uh, hanging out with. Kind of, uh, got to talking to me about RuneScape and, uh, different computer games and whatnot. And I, I tried to bring up the fact of, should I get an Xbox or a PS5 or, you know, whatnot. But he always went back to computer games and I'm like dude I'm gonna fucking play computer games but I'm not asking you about that you know so he was pretty much useless (laughs) I guess because I asked him, should I get an Xbox or should I get a PS5? And he's all like, oh, well, I play fucking, you know, World of Warcraft on computer and fucking. I'm not asking you about a computer. PS5 or Xbox. And I hear a lot of fucking people that. Or on the fence. They say, oh, Xbox is better. And then I hear people on PS5 that say, oh, PS5 is better. Well, PS5 is really fucking hard to find right now. Because the whole chip shortage and whatnot and 
you're gonna pay like eight, nine hundred dollars for a fucking PS5. Xbox is kind of the same thing, but you're not gonna pay that much. And they got 4K gaming and whatnot. I've heard people talk about PlayStation Plus versus uh, Xbox Gold and what's the difference between it. Um, I don't know. Because like I said, I've always been somebody that's been a Sony kind of guy. I've always had a PlayStation, period. The last PlayStation that I had was a PS3. I never got the PS4. I never even experienced the PS4. Except for whenever I was over at a friend's house. But... I don't know. There's some upsides, there's some downsides with the price and the games that are involved, the availability because everything's sold out all the fucking time. Uh, and you got a lot of the games on. Xbox that you can't get on the PlayStation Network and vice versa so I mean I'm really at a rock and a hard place I'm gonna end up getting one of them and the more that I sit here analyze it, I'm fucking leaning more towards Xbox. The Xbox uh, Series X. But everybody that I know has a PlayStation. And I don't know. It's, it's really... I've got like the next couple months to really think about it. And I really want to think about uh, some shit, so, either way, I'm gonna go ahead and end this podcast, and since I'm already 55 minutes in, go ahead and eat some food, smoke a little bit, watch a little bit of movies, and call it a fucking night. But, like I said, it's already 55 minutes in on this podcast, and uh, I'm not trying to make another one. So, tonight's been long as fuck, today's been long as fuck, and yeah, just about that. So, until the next one, it was real. It was fun, but it wasn't real fun.
See Jizzle and the Wizzle signing off. Don't just have a good day, America. Have a great day.